and thanks for tuning in to the very first episode of Roof Connections. This is a bi-monthly show discussing facility maintenance topics for anyone who works or has interest in facility maintenance. My name is David Huval, and I'll be your host. Today, I'm joined by three of the founding employees of Roof Connect, the largest national commercial roofing services provider in America, specializing in emergency commercial roofing repairs, maintenance, and re-roofing, but also performing specialty projects that require nationwide labor availability in the construction field. To my left is Roof Connect CEO and President David Workman. Say hi. Hey, how's everybody? To uh, next over is Eric Harrison. He's a VP of Technical Services. Hello. Thank you. And last but not least, we've got Teresa Barnhill, our contractor coordinator. Hello, everyone. Thanks for uh, joining us on the podcast today, guys. Today, uh, we're going to discuss the creation and development of Roof Connect and how they became the largest national commercial roofing contractor in America. So it seems that a lot of people I've met in the roofing industry over the last 10 years uh, got into this industry from an, from a different trade or uh, they got into it not thinking that they were going to you know make a career out of it but you know several years later they've got a, they've got a successful living in the roofing industry and I'd like to talk a little bit about what makes people change their mind about choosing roofing as a career. Yeah, I'll start with that. I think uh, when I first got into this, this was uh, when I first got in the roofing industry, the last thing I wanted to do was be in the roofing industry. Um, I, the, uh, I had an opportunity to go to work with a manufacturer's rep. Um, we actually worked with Firestone, and I thought, we're talking about tires. And he said, no, it's roofing. And I said, that's worse. At least I know more about tires. And uh, he hired me to do AutoCAD drafting, which uh, I'm not a very good AutoCAD drafter. So it wasn't a great fit. I didn't really, wasn't very excited excited about the business. Uh, but from the day that I started in the business, it was amazing to see the opportunities in this business and to see how important a commercial roof is to a property. I mean, it's what protects the contents of the building. It's what protects the people in the building. Uh, it's a major expense to the building owner. Uh, and then I learned that there was a real lack of professionalism when I got into the industry at the time uh, of people that were you know, trained to communicate with people and let them know what was going on on their property and to be truthful with them and get a, get the roof to them where they don't know what they're doing. Um, and so there was, I, I told everybody, anybody that I ever brought into the industry, whether you stay with me and work with me the rest of your career, or whether you work with me for a couple of months, you're probably going to be in this industry for a long time because this industry is void of talented people um, because so many people want to be doctors or lawyers or, uh, or other professionals. Uh, they don't realize what a great opportunity there is in this industry, uh, not only at the, not only at the executive level, but also at the field level, um, you know, that our industry has evolved to technology uh, that people have to utilize in the field and the workmanship that's required. It's a really a lost skill set that we need more laborers uh, that can make a very good living in our industry. And, and we really lack that, uh, lack that ability to draw people into our industry. And we're doing a better job of that today through programs that the NRCA is working on, pro certification. Uh, but it's just a great industry for somebody to build a career for themselves and their family. Do you have anything, anybody, either of y'all have anything you want to add to that or? No, I, I will say, uh, I'll echo what David said. Once somebody gets in the roofing industry, they rarely get out. I mean, I got in it, um, 17 years ago. I started with David, um, when we, he was working for a different roofing company at the time, a national roofing company. And, uh, it's the funny story is he was, uh, he was teaching our Sunday school class. He and his wife taught a young married Sunday school class my wife and I happened to be young marrieds at the time, and uh, 
I was complaining about my job one day at a, we had a little Sunday school dinner and, and, uh, I was complaining about my job and David said, well, what do you do? And I told him I work in an, in accounting for a, um, auto lender and completely different from the roofing industry. And he's like, well, maybe, maybe I have an opening for you. Maybe you can come to work for me. And so about six weeks later, I was working for David, and at the time, I had no idea how long I would be in it. I just knew I wanted out of the job I was in. And uh, You wanted out of the job you were in more than you wanted to be in the roofing industry. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, I, I wore him out. I called him daily. He's like, am I hired yet? Um, and when he did tell me I was hired, I couldn't start for like another three weeks or four weeks or something like that, and I could not wait to tell my employer, <laughs> like, I'm, here's my notice. Uh, but anyway, I, I got in. I got in with David. I've been here for 17 years now. So yeah, it's, I think I'm, I'm, I'm keeping that theory true that you, once you get in, you, you don't really get out of the roofing industry. Yeah. Very true. I was a stay at home mom for seven years when I contacted David and, um, he was looking for just some temporary help just because it was kind of busy and I have not looked back since. <laughs> And I had the similar story also. I, I'm, you know, went to school for marketing and advertising and uh, worked for a couple of years as a pro- promotional products company and then wanted to move to Dallas for the job market and couldn't find anything for design wise. So I opened up more to marketing and got a job with the roofing company. And 10 years later, I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely pulls you in. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to switch over a little bit and talk a little bit more about Roof Connect now. Uh, Roof Connect's right around the corner from its 20th anniversary, coming off or about to be the best year that, that you've had. Can you tell me a little bit, tell the audience a little bit about the idea of how Roof Connect came around? I'll start and let these guys clean me up again, um, and ladies. Um, so uh, this has been an amazing uh, ride at Roof Connect. Um, you know, we're, uh, as you mentioned, we're, we are having our biggest year. Uh, this will be a $100 million revenue year. For, and, and today, while we're doing the podcast, we're actually celebrating with our team uh, today of hitting that $100 million. And um, it's it's been quite rewarding. Uh, when Teresa and Eric and I started here, uh, Roof Connect had done $30,000 in revenue and just gone to market. Uh, so we've been a part of the whole uh, ride from day one. And I think um, the exciting thing about us joining, as Eric mentioned, and, and Teresa um, knows that, you know, coming from the, another company we were with, it was a national company, but it wasn't really national. Uh, it was a, a, a roll-up model where all the companies were owned by one private equity group, really, and uh, our some individual owners at, at one time, but um, it, it, it didn't really support working with national clients as well as our model here does because you were limited in geographic location. Uh, you were limited by the, the skill sets that particular office might have, um, and so it was really a challenge, but we, we built a great business there, uh, and then we got hit in the knee one day when they decided to file bankruptcy, and we didn't have, uh, we had a great book of business with nowhere really to go. And so I approached Roof Connect, which was founded by some individual roofing contractors, about possibly joining their team and bringing that business along. And of course, at just going to market, they were rather interested in our story. And so they brought Eric and I on and a couple of other folks at the time from the company we were with. Um, And we sit around the office, nervous as we could be for about three months while we were trying to get all of our corporate agreements signed with the big accounts that we had previously been working with uh, to get them onboarded at at Roof Connect. And uh, my hair was dark then and it went gray in about three months. But... um, (laughs) 
we uh, finally uh, had not a good thing, a natural disaster, but for our business, it really drove a lot of business really quickly. Uh, And we went from a $30,000 company to a $10 million company in six months. And with that came a lot of growing pains on the back end of our business, not the operational end. We did a great job, uh, but the back end of our business and invoicing and, you know, the collection of data. And so we, we struggled with that for a couple of years. Uh, but we, you know, Teresa was a big part of helping us get that all ironed out. And we moved our location, which was based in California when we joined it out to Arkansas. Uh, I had the opportunity to take over as president in 2006 um, and then uh, became an owner in 2010. But um, it was really a, a um, moving it here was, I think, one of the bigger steps in the company's evolution uh, because we moved from California and we had a lot a temporary top workforce out there that really didn't understand our business to here where we could really develop some talent, uh, certainly a, a better cost of wage, being in the center of the country, being able to travel anywhere we needed to in a half a day. Uh, so it was a big move in the company evolution. Uh, kind of a long-winded answer to your question, but it's been a really interesting ride, um, you know, from a, a napkin concept from some contractors at the NRCA that said, we don't want to be part of this national roll-up group. We want to be part of a, a group that we keep our company and we maintain our identity, but we can have an opportunity to work with national accounts and regional accounts and, you know, government and federal and, and, and you know, local government and federal and, and so many different chains that we wouldn't have that opportunity to do opportunity to do unless we were part of some national concern. And it hasn't always been easy, but, um, you know, we've, we're built to a level now with the number of employees that we have and the representation that we have and the success that we had that, you know, we're, we're blowing the roofing industry wide open today. Yeah. The, uh, uh, just to echo some of the things that David said, the, like he said, we're having this conversation on the heels like two hours after we had our big celebration this morning for the hundred million dollars. And when, when I started with David way, way back in 2002, I, I had no idea. For one thing, I had no idea what the roofing industry was about or commercial roofing. I had no idea. I had no idea the amount of volume, the dollar amounts that that are possible here. And like he said, we did $10 million that first year. And it was just like, it was a roller coaster, man. We were sky high. And then um, I can remember the day we got, we got our first million dollar day it was just like this perfect storm where we got all these contracts in one day and we're like you could you couldn't have scraped us off the ceiling we were so excited um and now it's like i'm not it's it's like every day (laughs) seems like it's not not really but it's every week i mean we're just hitting millions after millions every week um it's just been a huge explosion in growth like I had, I never imagined we would do. Really, mm-hmm. it's just been amazing. Particularly over the last two years, it seems we've got, you've kind of got the, not to say the formula figured out, but you've got the right people in place. It's, it seems the last two years of you, you've really hit your stride. David, it all starts with service, and that's what we do so well. We've developed a great service team, and we're not perfect. But we're really good at what we do, and we try to get better every day. They're striving for that 1% improvement in our operations every day. And that's, you know, we can talk about the $100 million, which is great. And that's, you know, that's contracts revenue. But the reason we're there is 
because we've been able to deliver for our customers and that's what makes you excited. Uh, that's what makes it fulfilling. You know, nobody wants to do 10 million and not deliver for your customer or 50 million and not deliver for your customer. But I think it's clear as we've grown, we've shown that ability to scale and still take care of our customer. And I think that's the thing that I'm the most proud of is I think anybody you talk to in the industry would tell you, you know, Roof Connect's not perfect, but you know, they're going to strive to be as perfect as possible. And that's, that's the reward you get. It's not the hundred million as much as it is that you're capable of doing that because your customers depend on you and they trust you and they know you're going to deliver for them. And that's what makes it exciting. Well, you don't get there if your customers don't, you you don't retain your customers in the first place. You go the other way real quick. And we're, I think we've been real, uh, we adapt really well. And when you're dealing with the types of customers we are, and I say, when I say types, I mean a wide variety. It's yeah. from national accounts to schools to federal government. To, and when you're in national accounts, there's all subsets. You know, yeah. there's big box retail and there's hospitality and and real estate investment trusts. There's all these different, yeah. and each one of them has their own requirements and their own standards, or you know that that you have to meet and or you have to abide by. And we've got this team that is really adapts really really well to whatever those needs are. And to echo what Eric said, I mean, you've got people on our team now that have been here, you know, working together 19 years, not 18 years, 15 years. we got a lot of employees over the 10-year mark. And and what I tell a client is what you get with Roof Connect is really is a process with what we do, you know, from service to re-roofing, but it's also a skill set and knowledge. It's the knowledge of our industry. It's the knowledge to know, oh, you have this particular project. This is the contractor we need to connect you with because this contractor has the experience doing this work. And that's what makes us so valuable is the is the. Uh, the history and the the knowledge that our team has of knowing, okay, we can do this. This is what we need to do to solve this customer situation. And that flexibility only comes in a company like ours that has the partners across the country that, that, that we don't own, that are individual, but when but they're but we're a valuable piece of their business as well, knowing that we're going to be able to bring them into an opportunity that's going to best suit what a customer is looking for. Yeah. Uh, speaking back to, you mentioned the growing pains over the last, you know, 20 years. Uh, as a contract coordinator, how, how, what were some of those like growing pains for you, Teresa? Just being able to meet the customer's needs and making sure that we get there when we, when we need to be and making sure that our contractors are on board with us to make sure the customer's first. And sometimes that takes a little bit of, you know, working with them to make sure that they understand, you know, and to be, we're trying to make two people happy. We got to make sure the contractor is getting good work, valuable work yes. that they want, and then making sure that we take care of the customer. So, to me, one of the greatest compliments we can get is when we've worked with a customer and maybe that person leaves and goes to another company and they call and say, Hey, I worked with you here and I want to do for this new company what you did for me there. To me, that's great to know that we've made an impression that they want to take it to a new place too and help them take care of the roofs at, you know, wherever they go. Yeah. One thing Teresa's, she's not going to brag about herself, but one thing (laughs) she's done really well over the past few years, you know, we, we had a, a really good network of contractors. Uh, We had really good coverage, but there's these oddball pockets out there where you don't have coverage. And a lot of times it's not an, it's really not a problem, but then there are those emergency situations where, or maybe it's, 
you know, maybe something's happened and the guy or the contractor that would normally go there for you can't get there because roads are closed or whatever. And Teresa's done a really good job of identifying those pockets and making sure we have coverage there. So that's, that's been a real big help. And even though that's not something you deal with every single day, man, it is a big relief and a weight off your shoulders when that day happens. And we, we know that we've got it covered. Yeah. And it usually does happen between eight and five normally. Yeah. Friday, right? That's never, how they all happen. Never happens Saturday. Never on the weekend. Never. 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 Right. Woke up in the middle 3 of the night. 3 a.m., 4 a.m., you know. And, and I think that's the thing that makes us so valuable as a team. All of us have had that phone to call in the middle of the night working with a client needing an emergency response. So even though we don't all take those calls every day anymore, we know how, how, how to handle those and how to teach other people how to handle those because emergencies happen most of the time, it seems, when it's not eight to five eight to five ones are easy yeah it's the uh it's the ones after five and before eight that are the more challenging ones and i think again a testimony to our growth because we've been able to handle those for our clients absolutely that's awesome uh roof connect has seen great success over the years how has roof connect changed over the years and what makes you stand apart from other national contractors let you go first this time <laughs> oh I'm man i'm thinking oh, that's a tough one um Wow. I got to be careful how I answer this one, I think. Um, <clears throat> well, uh, it, it is a, it's a unique model. It is a unique model, and, and that's what I've done. I know David, too. We recognized that about it when, when the opportunity came up to join Roof Connect um, because it gives us the opportunity. If, if somebody's not performing, it gives us that opportunity to replace them or to have a tough conversation with them or whatever. And we, we have fewer and fewer of those conversations now. Um, what was the question? <laughs> uh, how does Roof Connect uh, stand apart from other, what makes you successful and what makes you stand apart well, from think, other national contractors? Okay, so I, what makes us successful, I believe, is our culture. I think we, we have a great culture here. Um, Everybody's excited to work together. Um, everybody knows what the goal is. They know why we have these goals. They know how we're going to accomplish these goals. Um, I think that's what sets us apart. Um, we share in, in our successes when, and it doesn't matter who who accomplishes a task or who who gets a bell ringer. Everybody celebrates it. Um, I think that's that's a, a big part of our team building. What's made us successful is it's we're really cohesive as a team and we really everybody buys into the goals and buys into the vision and the mission and to and contributes to the to accomplishing those things I'm smiling and laughing if I'm on the camera here because of the laughter behind me, which is a good sign of a, a good culture. You can talk about having a good culture or you can talk about it and actually have a good culture. And, and we have a good culture. And the unique thing about our culture is it didn't happen overnight. It, it, it wasn't probably the first three years or the five years, maybe even the seven years. But culture happens over time and culture happens when a common when people come together for a common goal and work together. And I'll be honest, I know why so many businesses fail in the first three to five years is because it's hard to establish a culture. Mm-hmm. But the, the most rewarding thing to me sitting here today, uh, right before Thanksgiving, as we're doing this, is is that we have that culture and there's not 
backbiting and there's not fighting and there's not there's not these little uh, divisions among the team. It's a real team, and you can see that and you can feel that. You don't, you can't fake that. You can really see it and you can really feel it. And that's probably the most. Re- I think it's probably the most rewarding time in my career knowing that we have a team like that that's all going to work together. And and that's where the people become the most important part. We're a people business. I mean, we we're depend on great contractors across the country to deliver the product that we're out selling for them, and and we expect them to deliver that because we're telling the owners that we can. But the people are what make it happen here. From the time the phone rings to the time till the time a project started till it's completed, it's the people here that are executing that make it done to get it done. Well, that led into my last question. Was I was going to ask what is it about the culture that's made you stay here? But you've kind of. <laughs> incorporated that into your other answer. Uh, y'all, y'all have any comments about the culture here? Or? I think we're just a family. I mean, we, yeah. we win together or we learn together. I mean, you know, you hate to say that you lost something, but with every loss has been a, you know, a lesson that we've learned and helps us to improve next time. So, and everybody puts their head together to figure out why and what we need to do to, to fix anything that we happen. I mean, I just think we just do that. We just put our heads together and work together and, yeah, I think it's easier for people to say that, okay, I work for a company that's like family family oriented. I think there's plenty of those out there, but I, th- I feel like Roof Connect takes that a step further. You re- the, the connection or the uh, communication process here, um, like you said, sharing the wins, you know, the, the, the bell ringers every day. I get, you know, 25, 30 <laughs> bell ring emails and it's everybody, you know, cheering everybody on and it's fantastic. So. I talk about the bell ringer a minute for those listening is and we started that bell we put the bell out in the lobby and it's maybe seemed a little cheesy at first but the the thing about the bell is anybody in this company it doesn't matter who it is can ring the bell at any time um their only requirement is they have to send an email out to everybody to say why they rang the bell. Uh, we rang the bell last week because we improved an operational process, which excites me. That's part of, uh, that's what we have to keep doing. Uh, you know, we ring the bell, um, you know, for a lot of different reasons for dinner sometimes for lunch, but, um, <laughs> but we rang the bell and, and it's, it's, uh, it's something everybody, I mean, like you said, David, you'll get 25 emails. That's awesome. Great job. And, and every, mm-hmm. you, you just, you feel it and you can't fake what you feel. And, and, and that's, what's really cool about the culture that we have. Uh, speaking of for, for somebody who works remotely too, it's that's beneficial for me too, to see that the wins we're getting because I'm not in the office every day to see those wins. So that's, that's really, it's really neat. That's going to probably, that's going to wrap it up for our first episode today, guys. I appreciate y'all coming on and speaking with me. Um, My pleasure. Thanks for having us. For anybody listening, for the audience here, if you have any questions or topics you'd like to hear discussed on future episodes, uh, you can shoot shoot us an email. Uh, you shoot at my email, david.huball at roofconnect.com. Also, if you'd like today's show, please take a moment to give us a like and review on iTunes or Spotify and share it on social media. Um, we're, you know, this is a brand new podcast and it really helps us out when you spread the word. Also, if you're listening to this podcast, I want to let you know that we are recording this podcast and it will be on our YouTube channel as well. So look for that. Uh, until next time, this is David on behalf of Teresa, Eric, and David. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time.